morning. We want to welcome you this morning to Andover Christian Church and uh, to a very different worship service. So I want you to know that if you come and you like a very, the same worship service that happens every week and that's what makes you comfortable, you're going to be uncomfortable today. Sorry. Um, What we've done is this is Thanksgiving Sunday and this Thursday is Thanksgiving and we believe that no one has more to be thankful for than we do as Christians. And so we have put together a whole service today to just celebrate and give thanks to God for all the things he's given us. And so we're going to just go through and have different sections of the service as we give thanks to God for the different things that he's given us. And I'll talk for a little bit about each of those blessings. And then we'll either sing or read scripture or pray or do something with that blessing. And then we'll talk another, about one of his other blessings. So we've done these kinds of services before. And I hope that you'll just relax and come with us as we come before God to thank him and to give him praise and glory for what he has done and given to us. So on that note, we want to begin with singing. And if you'll stand and we want to begin praising him and then we'll go through the service.
be seated. One of the first blessings that we want to notice today is exactly where you're seated, and that is in the middle of the church and all the people around you. A lot of us were raised as church, it was just a place where you went at least once a week to check a box. But that is not what Jesus envisioned when he said, I will build my church. The church is people. It is that family of God that we're added to when we become a Christian. And no church is perfect. And this one is neither. But the truth is it's full of wonderful people. As we get to know each other, as we do spiritual life together, as we learn together, as we make mistakes together, there is a richness in the church as we gather together. And it's one of our blessings. We may not think about it when life is going great and wonderful, but when life gets hard, we realize how much we need other Christians around us. And that's, God knew that. Jesus knew that. And that's why he said, I'm going to put you in the church. There's going to be churches all over because that's what you're going to need as life gets tough. And that's what we celebrate today. And there are several ways we celebrate each week, and this week we actually had a special privilege of having a new person come to our church, and she was baptized on Wednesday night. Um, and so I, here's, it's Pam Bach, and um, I don't know if she's here today. Pam, are you here? I don't think I saw her. But we, uh, for the first time, we videotaped her baptism so you can see it. So this was her baptism on Wednesday night. Repeat after me, okay? Yep. I believe, I believe that Jesus is the Christ. That Jesus is the Christ. The Son of the Living God. The Son of the Living God. And I want him as my Lord and, and Savior. I want him as my Lord and Savior. Okay. Pam, then um, I'm going to baptize you. So Pam, upon the confession of faith that you've made that Jesus is your Christ, is the Christ, the Son of the Living God. I'm now going to baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit for forgiveness of sins and so that you can receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Okay. I need to a little, explain a little bit about that. Pam has extreme vertigo to the point where she is on disability because of how severe her vertigo is. Even the waves as she walked in was hard for her. And that's why Joe baptized her the way she did. But she also expressed her commitment to Christ in going through that, how hard that was for her. There's one other part of that story, and that is that Pam was here and was baptized uh, due to a garage sale and a guy named Emil Lorenz who was at her garage sale. And uh, you just never know how God's going to use you, even garage sailing, okay? That proves how great God is, okay? Um, one of the other things we do as a family is we share news. We get together, and that's why we have a bulletin. We're not going to do announcements today because of our special service, but please read this. There's lots coming up, and that's where the connections card is. You can put in the offering and all of that. But we share news. If you haven't heard, our worship minister... Um, Carrie not only got very young and got brown hair, no, <laughs> Carrie did have a very successful shoulder replacement surgery on, on Friday. He came home yesterday. Um, there is severe pain. I wouldn't visit him without any kind of contact and checking, 
um, it will be a long recovery. But we're thankful for the success of his surgery. Um, so we share that news, um, all of that. Somebody lost some Toyota car keys. We share that news. They're on the uh, 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 shelf up there. So um, we do those kinds of things. We also greet each other every Sunday. That's not by accident. It's not just a tradition. It's a reminder to us that the church is about the people. And so as we celebrate the family of God, the church, please stand and tell three people Happy Thanksgiving. Okay, I'm going to stretch you again. We're not going to sing yet, so you can sit back down. One of the other things we celebrate this morning is not just the family of God, but it is God Himself. We're going to talk about His blessings and the things that you expect us to talk about today, but I want us to step back one step. And I want us to think for a minute that the reality is Behind our blessings that we have is the God who gave them. And that our greatest blessing we want to give thanks for today is God himself. Who he is as this mighty creator and this powerful God, this God who's perfect, totally good, totally righteous. And he's the one in charge of the universe and that is a gift to us. But he's not just this mighty creator God. He is also the God who comes near us and wants to be our father. Who wants a relationship with us. That's who he is. Jeremiah 10.6 says, No one is like you, Lord. You are great and your name is mighty in power. We want to celebrate our God today and recognize him, thank him, praise him. For who he is to us, as he comes to us as Father, as he comes to us as Son, as Savior, as Lord, as he lives within us as Spirit, who helps us, who teaches us, who guides us, who gives us power. God is all of those things. And that's who we come to worship today. He is our greatest blessing. And so we sing and praise him. And now I'll ask you to stand back up.
in a sense, God would deserve our worship, our giving praise to him and thanks to him just for who he is. His role as creator, owner of the universe, and we're just living in his universe. But we have so many more reasons to thank and praise God. This great God wants to communicate with us. He cares about us. He notices us. If you think about that, that is an amazing concept. I mean, none of us walk around and talk to ants or earthworms or whatever you want to pick. We just sort of ignore them and go on about our life. And if you want to think about our relationship with God or our quality status compared to Him, we're probably like the ants. But God says, but I care about you. I notice you. Your life matters to me. God says that. And that is an amazing thing that we celebrate today, that he would notice us and listen to us and speak into our lives. What a blessing that is, that he wants that relationship with us. And he communicates with us in several ways, and we want to acknowledge every one of those today. One of the ways he communicates with us is that when we become a believer, he says, I will take up residence in you. The Spirit of God lives in us. Isaiah 30, 21 says, Whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, This is the way. Walk in it. Think of that privilege that God would speak into our lives and guide us. One of the chief ways that God speaks into our lives is through His Word, the Bible. And I've asked four people without any preparation, so encourage them, to stand and read Scripture. Four Scriptures about God's Word and how wonderful it is and what a privilege it is for us to have God's Word in our hands, on our shelves, in our smartphones. Everywhere we go, God's Word can be with us. God speaks through that to us. So hear these four verses, please. If you know history, you know that there have been literally hundreds and hundreds of people who've given their lives in sacrifice that we can have the Word of God today and have it in our own language and have it to read. And if we love Him, we speak to Him. We listen to Him. One of the other ways God communicates with us is through prayer. That privilege that not only do we hear from God, and we might expect that. He speaks from His throne and we listen. But perhaps an even greater privilege is that we can speak back to him and he listens to us. 
And so we're going to pause today for a time of prayer and pray and talk to God. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we come today as a church before your throne. In the blinding brightness of your glory, we stand before you and acknowledge your greatness, your mercy, your love, your tenderness toward us. We are so blessed to be your children. Father in heaven, you see everything about us. You see the good things that we do, perhaps when no one else is watching. And you see the things that we do that are not quite right. And we come today and lay those things before you and ask for your forgiveness. We lay them before the feet of Jesus Christ, who gave his life so that all of our sins could be forgiven. And we are so thankful for the gift that he gave to us. We are so thankful today, Father, also for the gift that you gave us of your Holy Spirit that lives within us and guides us and helps us to make right choices and helps us to know which path to walk. You have given us so much. And Father, today we would be amiss if we did not raise up to your lap and ask for you to protect and help the people all over the world who are hurting today, the people in California, the people in other countries who have suffered great loss. There's just too much to count, too many things to say. But as we sit here today in comfort with food ready on the table, we must pray for people that do not have. And we ask you, Father, to reach down to people around them to help. And we thank you, Father, for the answered prayers that you will give because you only are a great God. And we know that you love your people. Thank you, Father, for all of the blessings that you give to all of us. In Jesus' name, amen. We would be ungrateful if we did not also pause today to celebrate all that God has given us, the things we have, as Peggy mentioned in her prayer, all that we have, that we have homes to go to that haven't burned down, as we've watched in the news, as, if, as we go home in safety and not afraid of terrorists. There is so much that God has given us. And I realize as we say that today, there are some sitting here today in need who have struggles in their life, and those are real. And we in no way want to diminish those. But in the large picture of life, we are a blessed people. And we pause each week, and that's part of why we collect an offering. Because that very act of an offering is, is an act of gratitude back to God. 
and we give out of what He's given us, it's a reminder to us that we are blessed and we have, and we have so much. And the offering is our time, but it's something else too. And that is, it is a, a time when we get to join with God and work with God and be blessed by helping God help others. We talked about that a few weeks ago. That is an honor that we can be a part of making a difference in our world. And we get to celebrate that today because I wanted to recognize something that uh, you know that one of the ministries we support overseas is the Lighthouse Orphanage in Liberia. One of the things we take for granted is a dry school. I want you to show you a new building at the orphanage. This is the classroom for third, fourth, and fifth. Is that right, Adolphus? Okay. This is a brand new classroom. One more picture. They have just built a new classroom because up until this was built, the third, fourth, and fifth graders were walking 45 minutes to school, which on a sunny, nice day is not a problem. But Liberia is near the equator, and they have what's called a rainy season. And so picture going and standing in a shower for 45 minutes in your school clothes and then going to class. And knowing that on the way home from class, you'll stand in that shower for another 45 minutes. Because that's how far their walk is to school. And so now they have the first, second, third, fourth, and fifth, and sixth grade in classes on the orphanage grounds. So they don't have to walk in the rainy season. We help fund that. The offerings we give, we got to work with God. God got to use us. And that is a double blessing. He blesses us and we get to bless others and just get to be a part of the process. And that's the kind of God we have and that's why we're thankful today. And that's why, as Scripture says, we can be hilarious givers. Because look what God keeps giving us and we get to help Him and we get to give kids and teachers a classroom. And God uses us to do all that. And that's a blessing. And we celebrate that as we sing and collect our offering today. Why don't we please stand as we sing this and receive the offerings. Yeah. 
you please be seated? I probably should have never started saying what is the greatest gift that we have because they are all great and it's hard to compare. Certainly one of them is our salvation. Every Sunday morning I, I get up early and go through the notes, the sermon, um, and I try to always open up version. If you don't know, it's an app you can have on your phone or tablet to help you do daily Bible reading. And you can use different Bible reading plans on there, but they also do a verse of the day that you don't choose. You just open it up and there's a verse of the day every day. And I cannot tell you how many times God has put the verse I needed right there. And today, the verse of the day was Psalm 3.3. Some of you read it today, because I know a lot of you use you version. But you, O Lord, are a shield around me, my glory, the lifter of my head. And I read that, and I thought, what a perfect verse that captures the whole spirit of the service today. How God is for us. You, O oh Lord, are, are a shield around me. We don't face life alone. God cares about us. You are my glory. Beyond what we accomplish, beyond our appearance, beyond what we have, beyond our success, our reputation, all of the things we tend to think of as our glory. When we capture who God is, He is so much greater. He is our glory. That He is our God. That we're His children. That He wants us in His family. He and who He is, is our glory. But He is also the lifter of our head. And I saw that Remember when your parents and you were in trouble? When you'd really messed up? What was the last thing you wanted to do? Make eye contact. That head was down. You were looking everywhere else but at mom and dad's face. Because you knew you were in trouble. You'd gotten in trouble at school. You'd broken one of the rules. You'd broken an object. You'd hurt somebody. It didn't matter. And the head was down. The truth is, with God, all of our heads are probably down. We know we're not perfect. We sin. Sometimes, in some weeks, we've done things we are so ashamed of. Or we've tried to do right, or we've tried to do what we know God wants, and we haven't. Maybe we made it through Tuesday. And by Wednesday, we'd already lost our way. Our heads are down before God, and yet mighty God loves us enough that he reaches his hand down and pulls our chin up and says, look at me, look at me. And we don't see a, a, an accusation, we don't see a judgment, we see the smile of love. The smile of a forgiver. The smile of a God who just gently shakes his head and says, it's okay. You're my child. 
He is the lifter of our head. He is our shield. He is our glory. And it wasn't easy for him to do that. Our salvation carried an enormous cost for God. 1 Peter. Peter says, For you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your ancestors. No, we were redeemed with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. And that is the, the gift from God that we celebrate today. That in order to be the lifter of our heads, he had to sacrifice Christ on the cross. His son, God himself, that our sins could be forgiven. And that he could lift our heads and look us in the face with love and forgiveness and grace. And still want us as his children. And so we come to that time today. When we celebrate the gift of our salvation, purchased with the blood of Christ, that changes our relationship with God for all eternity. And it's not based on our performance, but God and what he does for us. We're going to partake differently today. So we're going to sing in just a minute. But I would ask you as the ushers pass the trays that you would take the bread and the juice and just hold them. And when we all have the emblems, the symbols of communion in our hands, we'll finish the song and I'll come back up and we're going to partake together in unison. Because one of the things that Paul says is while our salvation is very personal and very individual, it is also one body that we eat, one blood that we drink, one baptism. There is one faith, and it is in Christ that we are made one. And so we will partake together in unity as one family with one Savior, one Lord, one Lamb sacrificed for us.
I need some communion. Just like Jesus did that first night, Thursday night in the upper room with his first disciples, I believe he does it with us today. Matthew tells us that he took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it, gave it to his disciples, and said, take, eat, this is my body. After the bread, he took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave that to them. And he said, drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Father, we thank you for our salvation that in our sin our failures our faults our imperfections you still loved us you still wanted us and you were willing to pay the highest price that we might be forgiven that you could lift our heads and we could see your eyes of love still shining on us Jesus, thank you for your sacrifice and how you suffered, how your body was tortured and broken and murdered for us. So we didn't have to face that for our sins. We thank you for this indescribable gift. In your name, amen. I'm going to ask you to sit in this moment, if you would, and listen to this music and reflect on God's love for you and the sacrifice he made for you. There is one final gift that we want to notice today as we prepare to leave. And that is that God says, would you help me? If you think about it, especially if someone is important, 
whether it's your boss, the teacher, a coach, if they say, hey, could you help me? And out of the whole group, you're the one who gets noticed. Say, oh, cool, okay, I'll help. I realize on a few days, it's like, oh, please, no, ignore me. But in general, we take that as a compliment. So that someone says, could you help me? God says that to us. God of the universe, who could do it all himself, says, I'd like you to help me. God's not done with us when we walk out through those doors this morning. What he says is, now you're going to fan out from here and go live your lives, go to your homes, your neighborhoods, your work. You're going to spread around this world that's mine, and I'm working out there. And guess what? Could you help me? For every one of us, he has some things he'd like to do through us this week. And that is a gift. That is an honor. It changes our perspective on life, doesn't it? It's not just living my normal, ordinary, sometimes boring life. If we open our eyes and say, God, how would you want to use me? Wow, on Tuesday, oh, that, oh. And all kinds of surprising things start to happen and our perspective on life changes when we realize that God wants to use us. And sometimes he uses us in dramatic ways. And we get to celebrate that today. Three of our people are going to go see that classroom this week. I thought about that as we had those pictures up of that new classroom at the Lighthouse Orphanage in Liberia, which is a little bit of a way away from here. Um, we are sending three of ours on a short-term mission trip. Adolphus, who is from Liberia, and Jerry and Marilyn Walker. And so if you all want to come up, and the elders come up, and our missions chairman is going to come up, and we're going to pray for them. As we send them out on this trip, they're gone. They leave the 20th, and they return December 10th. And so please be praying for them in the days following this. But um, we want to specifically pray for them today as this is our last worship together before we send them off. And so we're going to do that, okay? for blessing of partnership um, with the orphanage in Liberia. In your name we pray. Okay. Thank you.
Um, while they are making a big trip, we're all making a trip today. And that is, um, go on that trip just like them, with God's prayer and a sense of, God, how do you want to use me this week? It is another one of your blessings. We're going to stand and we're going to sing the doxology to close this time of thanksgiving to God. And um, as there is every week, there'll be a people in the prayer room. And we do invite you to stay for our Thanksgiving potluck. Best food in Anoka County will be served here, guaranteed. So stay and enjoy that. That's another part of the family of God. So stand, please, and we're going to sing. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise 